Okay. And we're off to the races. Part two. Part two. Can well, I be, we can be honest, bro. We take, don't have to take, lie. Part, dude. Take two. Take two. Yeah. Part one. Ta- the Reckoning. The, <laughs> the Reckoning. Tokyo Drift. Um, yeah, we restarted because it was bad. But yeah. now we're back, and it's going to be good this time. Anyway, this week we have a sponsor. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was approached- Which I don't know about the sponsor no, yet. No, he hasn't heard this bit twice already. And so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was approached by a local rabbi, um, and they are, it's funny, people are not converting to Judaism at the rate that they once did, and so no longer are people <laughs> going to the circumcision store. You know, most people just get uh-huh. it done by, like, a doctor and stuff, so they don't really yeah. need the rabbis for the circumcisions. And so, like, the sort of, the rabbis that specialized in college in circumcision, like, that was sort of their area of study, Yeah, uh, they're... My little, favorite kind of doctors. <laughs> their, their, their cash flow is rough right now. Okay. So anyway, they're doing this thing that's called half off, half off. So they take half your penis off, but it's only 50% <laughs> of the cost <laughs> that it would normally be. So um, check that out. Uh, DetroitJews.com. <laughs> <laughs> DetroitJews.com. Dot com. Tell them that Monkeys with Microphones sent you. Yes. If there is a DetroitJews.com, I am so sorry. <laughs> give me that give me that give me that monkey cirque special. <laughs> monkey cirque. <laughs> yeah, type in code monkey cirque for uh Well that that might be confusing because they do animals too. Well But not pigs, because well, not pork. Mean? What do you mean? Oh, you mean Jews. No. I thought you were saying that they circumcise animals. No, they do. That's what I'm saying. So don't. What animals you gotta, need circumcision? Like monkeys. Monkeys <laughs> That's for what real I'm saying. need circumcision. Say you got to say like code monkey cirque. Don't be like give me the monkey cirque. They'll think you're getting your monkey circumcised. <laughs> yeah, two separate things. But again, they <laughs> they don't do pigs. They don't do shellfish. So don't ask. Dude, isn't that like such a crazy part of the Bible? Where, yeah, where God is like, you shall not eat shellfish. But I feel like people like go after that all the time. Where yeah. they're like, oh, oh, uh, uh, Christians, you, you're not supposed you, to eat oh, you eat shrimp. I, I eat. <laughs> but it's like, no, dude, that was like some of the Bible. It just comes from a, a misunderstanding of the Bible, like what the purpose of the Bible is. And like some laws are like for moral purposes. And yeah. some of them are like, hey, like. I'm just helping you out so you don't get like foodborne illness. And you dude, guys don't know how to cook shrimp yet. So, it's so just don't eat it. That's so true, dude. That specific passage is in, I think it's in Leviticus, which the first five books of the Bible, mm-hmm. I'm about to go Bible nerd on you for a second. This is what I'm paying for in school. <laughs> but the first five books of the Bible are called the law mm-hmm. because it was the law that God gave to the Jewish people literally like at that time. So when you read Leviticus, you are reading the most intense laws for the Jews at that time. So when it says, dude, that was sweet. That's heresy. (laughs) (laughs) So, So when it says you shouldn't eat shellfish, that was for a specific people at a specific time. Yeah. And when it also says if your bull kills somebody else, that's for a specific person at a specific time because... I mean, as cool as it would be, we don't own true. bulls. That's true. And I mean, it's like kind of like laws now. Like now all of a sudden people are like, hey, like slavery is not good. But that's like for a specific people at a specific time. You know, maybe in 10 years, oh. hopefully, maybe. I mean, not hopefully, but like, <laughs> hopefully. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, 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 uh. 
Jack, you have a pretty wealthy family. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know what they say about wealthy white families in America? We ask where they're from. What? Ask where where they're from. Hey, Jack, I got a question for you that is completely uncorrelated to anything we're just talking about. Where's your family from? Where's my wealthy white family from? Yeah, where is your wealthy white family from? For a long time, they're from uh, Tennessee. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I'd like to say on the matter. So, anyway. (laughs) Was Tennessee part of the Union or part of the... Uh, Was Tennessee even a... This is horrible. No, Tennessee was a state during the Civil War. Was a state during the Civil War. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely part of the Confederacy then. Was it? Pretty sure, because Kentucky was a Union state, right? And that was like the line. I know that Ohio and Michigan were for sure union states. Well, I agree with that. But I think that Kentucky and Tennessee, I think that actually is the borderline. So I think Kentucky was union. That makes I don't know why we're talking about this. Somebody, No, dude, the most racist people I've ever met in my life were in Kentucky. Me too. Yeah. Like, I'm not kidding. And like, I don't even mean to be disparaging about people from different walks of life and stuff. Like, you know, like... You don't have to have, like, the exact same values or education or whatever to be, like, smart and capable. But that said, I'm going to completely contradict that because some of the most backward hick morons I've ever met in my life were from rural Kentucky. Dude, it's so true. And that's, yeah. like, is it their fault? Yes. Not, you know, I mean, <laughs> I, I would say... No, yeah, no. No, well, I mean... Like a product of their environment. I don't think it's their fault. Yeah, sort but of. they've had... But the environment has had I mean, so long. Now that now that the internet exists, is absolutely their fault. Because they yeah. could just, like... You, you can access the whole world all the time. Dude, so, what's like, your excuse? Whether you agree with him or not, um, Obama was black. <laughs> <laughs> so... Checkmate. <laughs> check, explain that, liberals. Hey, actually, we should take this moment right now to um, uh, plug your YouTube. Not your, our, not our, but we should plug the YouTube channel. I mean, it's kind of, I feel like it's bad, dude. Every time I watch the videos back, I'm like, oh, like, that wasn't funny at all. No, dude. Uh, <laughs> actually, it's so funny. Okay. Because when I showed my, I showed my friend, uh, Josh, mm. I showed Josh uh, mm-hmm. your channel the other day when I was talking with him about doing this podcast. Yeah. And I showed him. I showed him the J.K. Rowling video. Okay. The pastor's son video. Yeah. And then I showed him one more. I think it was the one about the card game. Yeah. Yeah. About Christian yeah. community. Yeah. And um, and he was laughing really hard. Like he That's doesn't dope. really laugh that hard like that often. That's nice. Yeah. Most of the feedback I get on those videos is that I like self-promote them on Reddit. And then obviously I get the <laughs> response that you get when you self-promote on Reddit. But everyone's just like, this is the least funny thing I've ever seen. What is even the joke here? I don't even understand it. This is, I, is this even an attempt at comedy? Because Dude. I don't, and it's like, so it's just like, I just like get depressed because that's like half of like, and then the other half of the feedback I get is like my mom being like, good job, son. We're so proud so, of you, like, so our firstborn. <laughs> so like, I feel like, yeah, but okay, I'm glad, I'm glad someone's enjoying it. That's mm-hmm. good. No, dude, uh, Josh Brown, he's a fan. Sweet, dude. So um, um you yeah. should be a fan too, and you should go watch... um Monkeys with Typewriters yeah. is the YouTube channel. Which is, a, this is a subsidiary. Carries on the namesake. Or, well, yeah. this carries on the namesake of the that. Yeah. Dude, you can call us franchisees. 
With that is sort of true. Isn't We're building crazy? the monkeys cinematic universe. <laughs> it's dude, same acronym and everything. Uh-huh. People are gonna get so confused. I know they're gonna be like, t- "This is the same." They're gonna be like, "Wait, <laughs> are you using the monkey circumcision discount code? Are you circumcising your monkey?" Dude, I don't know whether they're talking about Thor or the Jews, <laughs> which has been a heavy topic of discussion, not just in this episode, but actually <laughs> but in just, all the episodes, but, and not only in all the episodes, but just like all of human history as well well yeah but i just meant with us so maybe well yeah it's showing a pattern excuse me excuse me I, I don't mean to bring up all of human history being anti-jew that's my that's fault that's true that's my fault I feel, yeah what do you think i'm about to ask you <laughs> a loaded like... question <laughs> what do you think is the empirical most racist people group that is, but not like, okay, let me rephrase that actually one more oh, time. Oh, man. What do you think is the empirically most racist race? Okay, for the record, for the listeners, and this is probably getting on the cutting room floor too, <laughs> but Johnny cut a, a bit about vaginas from the previous episode <laughs> and was like, that's too far. Let me follow it up by asking <laughs> which race is the most racist. So here's Racially some motivated questions. Topical, racially uh, involved questions. Dude, I'm, I'm probably going to add that. That back. being now said, that talking about. <laughs> okay, I, I feel bad. I'm not salty about it. It's just like all of the, it, it's just my fault because I picked all the inappropriate ones, but literally <laughs> all of the ones you cut, are, it's like all of the things that I said. They're all, all, all well, cut cut. Uh, those are the only two that I cut out. Yeah, but I re- only read three. No, you read more. No, I read three. You read like a bunch of titles too. Oh, yeah. I, I left the titles in. Oh, well, those you could cut. I don't care about those. Well, no, I mean. Okay, what? Well, <laughs> Why don't we just kiss? <laughs> I hate it when mom um, and dad fight. <laughs> no, actually, if if I had to choose, which, by the way, also nobody cares about this, but between the two, like if yeah. I picked one, the, the dildo one is way funnier. It's you can really You can awesome. cut the vagina one. I didn't even like actually read it. So that one can... But the, I'll put the dildo one back in. It's so funny. I'll put the dildo one back in. But you can actually... Hold on. You can use this soundbite for that episode. Okay. Hello, Mrs. McCormick. <laughs> I would like to apologize for the bit that you're about to hear. It was not written by Johnny, who is a good guy, <laughs> nor, nor, nor did he know I was going to read it. But we found it on the Internet, which which, as we've heard, you know, or found has there are some bad things on there. Mm-hmm. And so I would just appreciate that you not like I hope this doesn't taint your image of your son's character because so he's funny. a good guy. But I like. We this is it's funny it's funny and it's anyway so thanks Johnny's mom <laughs> love you mom <laughs> I hope that you're proud of me even just a little bit yeah you can consider it consider it a two part podcast which it is so consider that my half of the podcast and just go ew this guy's a little weird. this guy sucks anyway back to listening to my like good son and then listen to his parts <laughs> that's so true mom because we I so earlier we were talking about that. But then in this episode we were talking about Jesus. So True. How so, cool is that? And he I don't this is <laughs> And he was Jewish. No, I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say and he made the vaginas, but he well he didn't really make the dildos, well, he but made, he gave us the tools. Uh yeah, that's a product of our own creation. Mm, true. Yeah. But he put rubber on this earth, so he had to have known. I'm gonna ask you a question He's only because I don't know. Okay. Well that's true. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Does rubber occur naturally? Yeah, like rubber trees are where you have to synthesize it. Yeah, no, it it sounds like a bit. It's like being like, oh, yeah, the metal bush 
You know, but <laughs> yeah. No, actually, rubber rubber comes from I believe an African tree. It's sort of like like sap that really gums up, but it's like an actual. And then you, you have to melt it, and then it turns into vulcanized rubber. So I, none of this is probably true, but it does come from trees. There are rubber trees. That's absolutely. actually wild yeah and i think now like we know how to synthesize it like we're not having to grow rubber to make rubber but like originally like yes rubber comes from trees dude how soon do you think they figured that out like do you Um, think they were using the rubber tree like in jesus time i mean probably but not for like the purposes that we were like using it now they're probably just like making like lots of the like the little crap bouncy balls that you get out of the like asian restaurant like quarter dispenser machine oh my gosh can i tell you a funny story about the asian quarter machine yeah so asian quarter machine (laughs) (laughs) so so we used to frequent so after sundays there was a restaurant in trenton that we used to frequent it was called hibachi buffet um super good and i miss it it's been gone now for honestly probably close to a decade Mm -hmm. um but they had those quarter machines okay and you know, you can really buy some high quality entertainment pieces for twenty five cents. True, right? True. And um, one time, my brother bought one, and it was a tiny gold necklace that you're supposed to wear, right? Probably made of the cheapest tin that you could possibly get. I don't know what they make it out of, but it's cheap, right? Anyway, it came out broken. Mm-hmm. Oh well, that's what happens when yeah. you pay twenty five cents for a toy. True. And my grandma, bless her heart, she's amazing, finds our waiter who is Asian, mm-hmm. barely speaks English, mm-hmm. and she's <clears throat> mad about the necklace <laughs> being broken. She is furious and demands that we receive another one to replace the broken one for. Mm-hmm. For I think it was my brother Alex who bought it. And shout she out was Alex. Dude, I know. Shout out Alex. And and he got his necklace, but but we hold it against her <laughs> so <laughs> so hard because like it matters none. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, you all. know the waitress did make that necklace personally. So Yeah, honestly, that's probably all the, the clamoring that was going on in the kitchen. True. It was a loud restaurant, as most Chinese buffets kinda are. True. I'm dude. I miss the Chinese buffet, bro. I feel like COVID mm. killed the buffet. It did, you know. Yeah, which is a bummer. There's that like one bummer. left that I know of. That's like it, dude. I love Golden Corral. Everybody hates Golden Corral. Dude, I love it. I love eating there. Yeah, but I hate being there. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's so true. Dude, I, the, the people I, are are horrible. It, it's it it's like I feel like I have a higher chance of getting shot in a golden corral versus like the most dangerous street in Detroit. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, I feel like going to golden corral is like, if you want to go to Florida for the experience, but you can't afford the plane ticket, you can go, to, you could just go to your near, nearby golden corral and kind of have the same cultural yes. like experience. That's so true. Yeah. I do um, love golden corral. There's one on, uh, there's one on, um, freak. I think it's on Eureka road. Hmm near the Metro Taylor campus. So mm-hmm. if you ever try to go to church in Florida, yeah, you can, go to- you, you can come, come hang out with us in Taylor. Am I? Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, they got it. Um, dude, do you want to do the movie list or do you want to do the button? Like, what would you rather do? I want to flip a coin for it. Yeah. Do you have a coin? No, but Siri. 
Oh, Ready? you can go see or you flip a coin. Yeah, I shall flip a coin. Let's say heads is movies, tails is the button. Okay. Ready? Yep. Hey, Siri, flip a coin. It's heads, which I think was the movies. It one, was right? the movies. Okay. okay. Top 10 movies of all time. Okay, so, um, Jack, I, I was trying to come up with a scenario and a reason to roast you and make fun of you. Okay. I mean, you can just do that regardless. I know, but I want to have some actual ammunition. Dude, you're not gonna because my, I have an airtight, like, movie nerd, like, Dude, highly acclaimed I don't top believe 10 you. list. I don't believe you. Okay. So Good I texted, <laughs> so I texted Jack and I was like, Jack, you need to build a list of your top 10 favorite movies and then we're going to argue about movies on the podcast. Yep. And so we have assembled what we believe to be. Okay, we didn't really talk about the criteria though. True. So, like, I, here's how I did mine. And okay. I, Kept it to one movie per director. Otherwise, okay. my list would be 10 Tarantino movies. Sure. Um, except Tarantino, I put two on because I just like... That's the fair. rest of them, I picked one movie by each director. I picked mm. one movie from each like series. So it's mm. like all three Lord of the Rings aren't on my list. You know, I've just picked my favorite one. I put all three Lord of the Rings okay. on my list. Well, <laughs> so that, that's how I chose to do it. And then I tried to just diversify a little bit. So there's like some comedy, some action, some drama. Like I just like kind of picked like things that I feel represent me. Sure. I don't think it's like a like gun to my head and like hours to choose. This would be exactly the 10 that I pick. But I was like, I feel like these are solid 10. Okay. Did you put them in any particular order? I did end up ranking them okay. top to bottom. Yeah. Right. You want right. to hear? Okay. Dude, I do want to hear. Okay. Number one. So my number one is... <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Number one. How embarrassing. <laughs> I don't want to go anymore. No, no, I want to go. No, you go first. You go first. No, you, first. Go. no, you got it. No, I'm, re- I'm really done. I'm okay. <laughs> Number one, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Dude. Number two. I love, I love Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, you don't want to stop. You don't want to stop here for a second. No, I'll, I'll stop here for a second. I don't. I, I, this isn't what I think the best movies of all time are. These are my favorite movies. Sure. And so Scott Pilgrim. Mine are also my favorite. But yeah. That, that was the only criteria that I held mine to. Right. No, Scott Pilgrim, like. I think it like was made for me. I think yeah. Edgar Wright time traveled and met me and was like, here's this comic book yeah. local band scene like movie about like nerds and it has like all of the cast that I would choose for it to have. It's just like yeah. it's literally like my ideal movie. Did you I'm pretty I could be wrong, but I think I saw an article on Facebook saying that they were doing another Scott Pilgrim Boo. or a remake or something. Boo. Or, no. like, the cast was reunioned mm. or something. That would be cool. Or whatever. I can't remember what it was, but I remember seeing an article about Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. And it had, and it had like, everybody oh, in that's the cast. Cool. I could I, be wrong. I mean, but. it'd be cool if they made, like, another thing with the original cast. I think it's, like, way too fresh to, like, remake. Which, by yeah. the way, they're remaking Harry Potter. What do you mean they're remaking no, they, Harry they're, Potter? No, so they're doing a television show where each season is one book. And it's that supposed, seems way too. Like we just like we just got the movies. I know th- there is a different purpose. There's a lot. I don't know if you've read the books, but there's a ton that gets cut for the movies because like they're movies. Yeah. And so the point and of the show, huge books, true, especially by the end. But the the point of the show is that they're gonna like very faithfully adapt the books, like one to one, like perfect book recreation as a show. I still think it's like super pointless right now. Yeah, I felt kind of the same way about Rings of Power when Rings of Power oh. was like announced. <laughs> I know 
So when Rings of Power was announced, I thought that it was going to be kind of like a a, a, a a TV version of Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't that, and I was right. bummed, you know. Um, but Jack's eating a cheese stick right now. Yeah. It's a mozzarella cheese stick. Which Appreciate is, is the, I think that's the best cheese stick. Right? Uh-huh. It's got it. <laughs> <laughs> you shoved it all the way into his throat, bro. How do you eat a cheese stick? I bite it. Oh, like weird. a banana. No, I've never like really. What do you mean like a banana? You eat a banana by like shoving it all the way down your throat. Oh, also, maybe, why are you eating all these foods wrong? <laughs> why are you eating all these foods wrong? <laughs> just anyway. one, just one swallow. I thought that I thought the Rings of Power was going to be Lord of the Rings TV show, and then it, yeah, wasn't. it wasn't, and then it wasn't. I didn't finish it, I don't and it. I'd like to finish it, but. I heard, I heard that the I the first episodes that I watched were eh. mm-hmm. and then I hear it gets better as you go but I don't know I think that it's way I agree with you it's way too soon to do Harry Potter especially like I feel like the Harry Potter fan base is just like dying a little bit like mm. I, you know what I'm talking about no no I go to college like I go to a liberal college so I, no uh, okay that's fair and true. And well, it's no. Also how the, is it? How 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 is Harry Potter alive and well if you're going to a liberal college? Because it's the number one LGBTQ like positive school in Michigan. It is also like mostly women and less men. So you've got the target demographic of Harry Potter. So like at my school, like like they can have like Harry Potter events, and like ninety percent of the student body will show up. But J.K. Rowling is like number one LGBT punching bag. But that's where. It, there's like this weird cognitive dissonance where everybody like hates J.K. Rowling, loves Harry Potter, but they're the same people. And they just go around like torturing themselves all the time, being like, I love Harry Potter so much. I'm such a Ravenclaw, but I hate J.K. Like they have to clarify I'm such it. A Ravenclaw. They have to clarify it like 20 times a day, yeah. you know, but, but they love it. Yeah, it's so. almost like you got to swear at Creed mm-hmm. to enjoy Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Dude, I That's don't want to I don't want to watch Harry Potter TV show. I was not allowed to watch Harry Potter growing up. Were you? I was. That's actually wild. Good for you. I feel like I would be a worse person if I were allowed to watch Harry Potter. But that's just a me That's interesting. Well, no. And and not not in the sense of, oh, Harry Potter is morally wrong. Therefore, I would have been an immoral person. Right. But more in the sense of like... um, Oh, I I have a pretty obsessive personality, right? Therefore, if I had watched Harry Potter growing up, I probably would have gotten like way too into it. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, and then like be much worse off for it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, cool. So anyway, number two. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good pick. Did you read the the, the, the comics, obviously? I have read the first issue like the first volume because it's okay. like seven volumes or something right dude i read all seven when mm-hmm. i was in sixth grade and i definitely should not have done that why <laughs> because i think they're like if they're I a little adult or something i think or? they're super adult oh like i think they're super adult so mom if you're listening to this it's not my fault it's not my fault it's kane's fault there you go so good bus throwing yeah um yeah i should read them but i, I will one day Okay, number two. Number two. <laughs> Hateful Eight, um, mm-hmm. which... Never seen it. ...is almost everybody's least favorite Tarantino movie. It mm-hmm. is my favorite. It's the one I've watched the most times. I adore that movie. Um, it's like... It's an environment. Every time it becomes winter, so it's all set in the mountains like yeah. during winter. Every time it's winter here, I just put it on, and it's like... 
the extended edition, which is on Netflix, is like five hours long. So Dude. I just put it on for like, and it'll be days at a time. I'll cut it up into pieces, and then I just feel like I'm there with yeah. Sam Jackson, and we're just hanging out in the cold. Never seen it. I'd like to see it. It's, it's definitely worth the watch. Let's Number watch it. three is Reservoir Dogs, which is my other Tarantino pick. Okay, I've never seen Reservoir Dogs. I've seen Boondock Saints, which I know is not a Tarantino, but True. I always get those confused. Yeah. I watched Boondock Saints with my dad when I was like 17. Yeah, I have not seen Boondock Saints. It's pretty good. It's Reservoir. Norman Reedus and Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Godspeed. <Spider-Man. laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Reservoir Dogs is just nice because, like, a lot of Tarantino's other movies are like grander; they're bigger. But yeah. This was his first one, and it's just concise. It's an like an hour and a half. It's like the only movie that like you don't have to like invest mm-hmm. time in. Also, it has a. Uh, uh, Steve Buscemi. So Dude, I love Steve drop. Buscemi. He's really funny in that movie. Um, where does that movie fall into his career? Because I know the timeline of his career is pretty important to like his cinematography, right? Yeah. So no, that was his first film ever. Really? And it it shows. It's simple. It's not like nothing about it has aged badly. Mm-hmm. It's just simple compared okay. to what he does in the future. And then Pulp Fiction was next. Okay. And then you know onwards. Um, oh, okay. You mean in his career? I thought you were talking about Pulp Fiction. What's next on your list? I was like, that's no, pretty no, 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 no. That was the next movie. Okay, made, okay. Which Pulp Fiction is amazing, but I think people get lost in the weeds with it a little bit to like where like they're like, oh, it's amazing, and it's like some of it's amazing, yeah, and some of it is really weird or boring, yeah. So, but I do love it. Mm-hmm. Number four, Lord of the Rings, and I picked the Two Towers. That's my favorite of the three. Why? Uh, Why it has is the, the Battle of Helm's Deep? In that's it. so true. What, what else? That's dude, the whole movie, basically, I, I, and that's the best part of the whole series. So, <laughs> no, dude, I disagree. Okay, it's your favorite, the first one. No, The Return of the King. That's nobody's favorite. Dude, that movie sucks. I and think it doesn't Re- suck. It's a great movie. I think Return of the King. It has to be the greatest, one of, if not the greatest, film ever made. It has the most hard-to-watch scenes of any of the trilogy, and it makes me want to rewatch it the least. Um, Gollum throwing the bread off the stairs and then watching... Literally, the whole, Sam and Frodo in the whole movie are just very hard to watch because Frodo's being a piece the entire time, and yeah. Sam is just kind of like... Ugh, I hate Gollum, Mr. Frodo. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Frodo, listen. And then Go- he threw the bread ins- off the hill. <laughs> insanely annoying. Watching Frodo run through Shelob's tunnel is just like, of the whole series, it's like just one of the moments I enjoy the least. And it's not like it's good. Like yeah. it's really well put together, but it's just like, dude. <laughs> like we just go like, eh, eh, and getting stuck <laughs> in all the webs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when he gets stabbed and yeah. it's like the no music. Yeah. <laughs> so i find all that like really painful i find isn't that the one where um pippin screws around with the what's the plant the plant here just there's just like people just make the worst most painful choices in that one like in all the other movies all the heroes are generally like facing difficult Mm -hmm. situations but they like succeed them and in that one it's like their choices are making them and not like I get that Frodo's influenced by the ring and stuff, but right. we, like the characters do the most frustrating things mm-hmm. in that movie um, compared to the others. Also, I think Gandalf the White's not as cool as Gandalf the Grey. It's just like a lot of things 
there's a lot of Aragorn love interest junk shoehorned into that movie that isn't from the books. I don't really think it adds a ton to his Did character. You read the books? I, I've read The Fellowship okay. and part of The Two Towers. Okay. Um, They're so dense. Have you read them? No, but I've got them on my shelf and I've been meaning to start the series, yeah. but I've been reading other things. I've been reading Narnia. I've been reading. Mm, um, nice. I've been reading No Longer Human. Super good book. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that now, thank God. Um, and I'm reading a handful of like theology books, but nice. I'm I'm hoping to start Lord of the Rings pretty soon here. Cool. Yeah, it's it's tough. Like the and, and not because of the length of the books, but the language used. Yeah. Although to be fair, when I read Fellowship, I was in eighth grade, so it's been a minute. dude. Same. I was trying to read those books when I was super young, and I couldn't yeah. get through it. So, so I'm thinking like now with my now. human brain, yeah, you know for sure. Um. Anyway, no, I, I like two. But you if, gotta, dude, you gotta level with me, bro. Yeah. Like, I truly, I think that the ultimate redemption of Aragorn is not only, I think, the most beautiful part. I'm just a sucker for redemption. He gets a partial redemption in Two Towers, though. Like, when he goes and leads men and, like, doesn't run away. No, I agree. But even still, in Two Towers, like, he he's still running from who he knows he's supposed to be. Sort right, of. like that's a quote that like is I'm pretty sure that's in the movie like the entire time, and then you finally see, and then when he finally steps into everything he's supposed to be, mm-hmm. that's when I mean, and it's a cinema thing, but that's when everything starts to go well. Yeah, you know, and then how he fear, and then I mean, the, and then the speech that he gives to the writers of Rohan going into the Black Gate is I think one of the greatest speeches ever given, but it's not this day. Yeah, you know, it's brilliant. Yeah, um, I'm just a sucker for redemption and. Fair. Watching Aragorn be redeemed and Pippin, even though like his redemption story took place only in that movie, mm-hmm. um, watching him be redeemed is awesome. Yeah. Um, and the extended editions actually play way more into um, Boromir and Faramir than the yeah. original. And yeah. watching Faramir also kind of find peace with Denethor. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, the the steward of Gondor. There's another yeah, great he's example. Definitely, of- I, he's the worst part of the trilogy. For sure. That's that's no what doubt. I'm saying, though, is that movie is just full of hard to watch. Like, the other two movies, it's like you're always generally like, oh, what's going to happen? Or like, oh, this is fun and exciting. But you're never just like, dude, like, stop. Yeah. And in the third one, I feel like I'm constantly like, dude, come on. I get you. That makes sense. I've actually never heard that criticism before, but I get it. I get and it's not from. even a criticism. It's all necessary to that movie. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to pop one into just to rewatch it, if I'm not doing the whole trilogy, it's never going to be that one. Yeah, I will. I will. I, I, I always take the stance that the two towers is the worst of the trilogy, but then I always forget that Helm's Deep is in it. And then I'm like, <sighs> it's literally the whole thing. And I, I just find like the, all of the like human universe stuff like so interesting and that movie so packed with Rohan yeah that like that's just like the part of the world that I think I enjoy being in the most Mm -hmm. so uh no dude that's the best one and you're crazy but I could hear an argument for the fellowship being the best but frankly thinking the third one is the best is insane bro I really just am a sucker for redemption and, sounds and good. I'm a sucker for redemption and people finding peace in who they're supposed to be, but also in the sense of it. And 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 Tolkien says that, um, that Lord of the Rings is not Christian metaphor, but so many parts of it mm-hmm. can be, and frankly, are Christian yeah, metaphor. Yeah, his Catholic influence is like really clear. Yeah, and like he can be like, no, it's not Christian metaphor, but like if he wasn't Catholic. It, it would be a different story. Yeah. And you really can't 
tell me otherwise. I mean, you can't tell me that that Frodo isn't isn't a Jesus type character. And even right. though, like, even though Frodo does kind of cave at the very last moment, and right. then you know the ring ha- the ring falls into lava. Yeah, it's not that really doesn't his... change the fact that Frodo did that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, true. Um, number five. Yeah, the Dark Knight. Okay. Yep. But I thought about putting Batman Begins. I really weighed them because if I had to watch, but I think that's recency bias because if I had to watch one right now, I'd mm-hmm. rather watch Batman Begins. Yeah. Um, but I've watched The Dark Knight about four hundred times, and Dude. I think that overall I've enjoyed it more than I could ever enjoy Batman Begins. I agree with you. Or not Batman Begins, The Batman. Sorry, I kept saying oh, Batman the Begins. Batman? I meant The Batman. Yeah, Batman Begins is meh. You didn't like The Batman? No, I did. Okay. That's what I. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Let me let me restart. I was gonna say <laughs> number five is the Dark Knight. Yeah, I thought about putting the Batman instead of the Dark Knight because right. if I watch one right now. But you're saying I'd rather watch the Batman. Yeah, but I've definitely life enjoyed the Dark Knight more, and I can't see myself getting that level of enjoyment out of the Batman. Yeah. But I love it. Yeah, it's really good. I think the Dark Knight is such a special movie because so much of that movie, not even just Heath Ledger's Joker has influenced so much of society. True. And like, Oh, <laughs> you're going to say film. <laughs> no, I mean film in general, but also uh, like just yeah. the way that we talk about things everyday life, man, like that, yeah. that movie really does it change things. And like the Batman is brilliant. I think the Batman is one of the most, I'm, I'm the Batman's on my list. So we'll talk about it later. But I think that the Batman is so good, but, it had a couple of things that really deter it from being that Dark Knight level movie. And like you have, you know, meme culture doing the, the stuff with the Riddler and then doing funny Batman stuff. But it's not how people talked about Heath Ledger Joker back true. in the day. It's just I mean, not the same thing. That's true. So I'm with you. I think the Dark Knight is brilliant. I feel that the Dark Knight has higher highs and lower lows. And the Batman is a more consistent movie. I completely agree. Because there are some scenes in The Dark Knight that don't hold up anymore. (laughs) I completely agree with you. But I think its top is. I will say, though, that when I I think I first saw the movie, okay, I think the movie came out in 2012, right? Mm -hmm. I think when I first saw that movie, I was probably 14 or 15. But as I get older, Mm-hmm. And start to understand more of how life works. Yeah. And then start to understand more about how movies are made just in general, the more my appreciation goes up for The Dark Knight. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. anyway. And uh, the practical not... effects in that movie are yeah. unreal. Christopher he, Nolan's really good at that. He's the man. Yeah. He, I love Christopher Nolan. And yeah. I'm excited to see um, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is to be crazy. Very stoked. Yeah. Okay, number six is Fight Club. I've never seen Fight Club. Embarrassing. Number seven is Beetlejuice. Also never seen Beetlejuice. Really embarrassing. Number eight, Whiplash. Love Whiplash. All right, there you go. Oh my gosh. Not my time. <laughs> Dude, there's so many quotable things from yeah. Whiplash. True. I. <laughs> uh, you might have to cut this too, but I, I, like, Lauren and I say... If you give a retard a calculator, he's going to try to turn on a TV with it like yeah. every single day, like literally <laughs> several times a day. Dude, and I and I don't know if you've seen it, but the um, the scene where he's like, if I see one of these again, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop being, it's start, yeah, it's starting to be a meme now again. Yeah, I'm going to stop being so, People like, get, no. <laughs> get out of here, mini me, before, before I destroy you. <laughs> Why are you looking down there? There's no Mars bar down there. Maybe you should get your mind on pitch instead of on a happy meal. 
<laughs> it's such a bar. Dude. Am I rushing or dragging? Count. Dude. In four. <laughs> dude, I, I think that how... I think I think real people who watch that movie recognize J.K. Simmons as like the greatest villain ever. Yeah. But like I I don't think that people recognize him as the greatest villain ever on the macro scale that it deserves. No, I agree. He's I agree. freaking brilliant. Yeah. And once again, another story of redemption. Sucker True. for that, bro. I'm a sucker for that. So anyway. Um. Yeah, dude. I think I mean that movie. Like I think like directly caused his casting in as who omni man oh yeah definitely in, I, invincible. In, invincible i like, couldn't remember the name of it for a second invincible is so good when is the second season coming out it's been like uh, dude, three years they announced it i can't remember the exact date but it's yeah. like relatively soon yeah um hang on i'm looking it up all right i'm gonna keep going yeah because we're i think we've been running for about an hour I think we're near an hour. Maybe it's been no, more like 40 30 minutes. minutes. 30 minutes? Yeah, because uh, we're only at measure I think we, I got here, and then I think we hung out for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Late 2023 for Invincible Season 2. Cool. But I still feel like really like late turnaround for a show that was like that popular. I expected the next season to be out like within a year. Dude, I agree. But it's like, and what's also so bizarre about it is like, Invincible is based on a comic series. Mm-hmm. That already exists. Right, so they didn't and even have to write it. it's an animated show. Yeah. Like, what are you waiting on? True. You know? Like, that's yeah. a way easier show to produce than, like, The Boys. Right. So. True. Um, number nine, Hacksaw Ridge. I never saw Hacksaw Ridge it either. Is, but I love Andrew Garfield. He's really, really good in that. It is, I mean, you'll appreciate it a lot, like, as a Christian. Yeah. Um, it's the only movie I've ever really cried during. Wow. Yeah, but I have cried every time I've watched it. So, wow. Yeah. It's really, really. You'll get it when you watch it. You'll totally get it. But um, the the true story that it's based on, like that guy's life, I find so incredibly inspiring. His name is Desmond Dawes. But um, is that his name in the movie too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's never been like a like a human being um, that I've felt so strongly like, oh, I really want to be like that guy. Wow. Um, so yeah. Um, Definitely I don't know recommend. if I've ever heard you say anything like that about a movie. Yeah, and it's weird because I don't even know if the movie itself is that amazing, but the story that it's telling is so amazing yeah. that the movie doesn't even need to be that good. And then Andrew Garfield is really good. Yeah. So did you see Tick Tick Boom? I did, dude. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Anyway, I'm not trying to derail. No, no, for sure. He's just, Andrew Garfield is the man. Yeah, I used to like not think that based on his Spider Man's, and I was like ten, so that yeah. was like what I knew him mm-hmm. from. But I'm glad public opinion has come around on him too. I agree, and they've come around on his Spider Man movies. True, I think True. those movies are. I don't think they're the best Spider Man movies, but I no. don't think that they're bad superhero movies at all. No, and, and where they are bad, like it's just like the writer's fault. Yeah. So super true. And 10 is Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but I Love. really, really thought about that being either that or Monty Python's Holy Grail. I've never um, seen Holy Grail, bro. I'm such an idiot. Worth the watch as well, but Hacksaw Ridge was like life-changing, and Holy Grail is like quotable, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I put a bonus movie, because that was my 10, but I like really, I was like, like I actually like really upset, because I couldn't cut any of those, so I cut uncut gems which is ironic because it's now Dude. cut gems yeah cut but, gems. Um, 
I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good it's one. so good, dude. Adam, I I I vehemently despise Adam Sandler. Can't stand <laughs> Adam Sandler, but that movie is great. Yeah, that movie is awesome. I do think it's hilarious that he could like secretly act the whole time, and he just chose not to be in any good movies at I, all. <laughs> I know, or write good movies. Right. <laughs> like, like he just chose yeah. to do what he did. Yeah, I can't stand Adam Sandler, but. Uncut Gems is a freaking, it's a great movie. It's a gem, would you say? Yeah, I'd say it's a gem. A, a diamond in the rough, for sure. For sure. For sure. Okay, well, that's my 10. Did you have any bits you wanted to do about it? You want to roast me? You want to flame yeah, me? Yeah, um, dude, your movies are so bad. <laughs> and you have no taste. No, and, no, no. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, that's actually a... A really great list. I just wish I, I've seen more of those. Um, you probably saw like I think you only said you didn't see like three of them. No, dude, I didn't see Reservoir. I haven't seen any of the Tarantinos. Oh, any of them. Okay, but then you've seen like half of them. Right? Um, I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge. Wow, you were we were talking about Batman, and then there's like three that you listed right like really fast. Fight Club. Yep, never seen that. Beetlejuice. Never seen that. Whiplash. Okay, which you have seen. So I guess like half of it, but. I will get around to watching all of those and then being like, ha idiot. Michael Keaton's not that good. But That's uh, Michael a horrible Keaton, opinion. No, Michael Keaton is awesome. Is. I actually, just the other day, watched the movie that he did about McDonald's. Yes. Great the movie. Founder? Yes. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Really good. Terrible guy. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible guy. Great movie, though. Yeah. Excellent movie. Um, McDonald's is okay. I think McDonald's like sucks now. What do you, what I mean, used to be now? like number one McDonald's defender because um, they keep making the food worse and then price hiking it. So it's like That's I will so never go there because Wendy's exists and it's cheaper and it tastes better. But I used Wendy's to love McDonald's. Yeah. Interesting. Dude, they had it uh, up until like real recently. They just cut it, but they had a two for six where you could get like a main line, not like some little crap like chicken sandwich, like the actual like chicken sandwich okay. and uh, Dave single for six bucks. So you get like two. Yeah, that sounds awesome. It was dope. I was eating it like daily. It was a huge problem for me. <laughs> but they got rid of it. So that sucks. Um, but yeah, but even like the the like four for four is insane. Yeah. It's incredible. McDonald's doesn't have anything comparable. You can't even get two McChickens for four dollars anymore. That's so, so true. The four for four like blows it out of the water just for value. And then like but then also like the McDonald's chicken sandwich is the worst it's ever been. It's really bad right now. Yeah. The McCrispy is disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then just like the service, they like hire, they go to like unemployment offices and they're like, excuse me, can we have the least motivated? We'll take another batch. Rudest <laughs> workers. Like, please. Yeah. Give us another set. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, and it's not just like a fast food problem because Taco Bell workers like are all like love to be there. They're all high, but they're Which all is like weird. The food comes out like that. It's always like, yeah. It, and the orders are always right. Like, dude. dude yeah. McDonald's is a screw up. The guy at my local Taco Bell loves working at Taco Bell. Yeah. He like will he will like poke his head out of the window like every time he serves an order to look and see how many cars are coming. Mm -hmm. And then he like he only calls you boss, <laughs> which makes me feel good yeah. every time. Yep. And uh dude, he's fast with it, bro. And he's got the slim shady die, you know, Ooh. but He's a cool guy. I don't know his name, but I'm wanna, I want to know his name because he serves me so well. Okay. You want to hear Let's my hear list? it. Let's hear your list. Okay. None of these are any are in any particular order except okay. for the very first one. Okay. The very first one is 
objectively my favorite movie of all time. Okay. And you're going to make so much fun of me for it. Well, maybe you will. Is it La La Land? Yeah. <laughs> it is La La Land. That's not even the best Damien Chazelle movie. <laughs> I'd rather watch Babylon than La La Land. That's not true. Babylon <laughs> Babylon was so bad. I didn't see it. Um, actually, I don't know if it was so bad. It was... You've seen Whiplash and La La Land. Oh, yeah. And Babylon is like just... You know how they're like... They're intimate stories about a, like really just two people. They're yeah. both a love story between two people. Right. Babylon is this enormous movie that goes on for three hours and has like 50 characters. And it's like, it's so not his style. And he's, he's very clear he's out of his depth and he doesn't really know what to do with all of that. So anyway, it's, it's entertaining, but it's not a good movie. Hmm. Anyway, La La I La like Tobey Maguire though. He was in that, right? Yeah. He, he, his part shouldn't even exist. He's oh, good. Sucks. He's good in the movie, but like, it's like literally like, this weird insert that just takes you away from the plot of the movie. And then you're like, why did that happen? I don't know. It was like shocking. It'll make for like headlines. Cause they'll be like, can you put this in a movie? And then it'll be Tobey Maguire's section of the movie. But like, <laughs> um, actual purpose to the story. None. So. Dude. I think, I think Tobey Maguire is great. I'll, I'll watch. I mean, do you, should I watch it or no? I mean, if you want to complete the Damien Chazelle trilogy, as far as okay. I know, that's his only three movies right now. I think you're right. But um, it's interesting to see his style change between the three because you can see him growing in each one. Yeah. Um, worth the watch if you just like him, but mm-hmm. otherwise, not really. I love Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie, so I'll watch anything that they're in, yeah. and they're both in it. So I was like, I'm watching this, but not a great movie. Dude. Okay, La La Land. I freaking love La La Land. Yeah. I I just there's not one part of La La Land that I'm like oh no this scene again you know other yeah. than like the end the title the end title card yeah like that's it it's freaking I think it's awesome this the the music the acting the 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 the, the composition the filmography the cinematography the colors everything about it top to bottom is just excellence yeah in my opinion no I agree. I, I didn't like La La Land on my first watch, and mm-hmm. part of that was we didn't even finish it. We got like two-thirds through, and the people I was watching it with were insufferable, and they wouldn't stop singing through the whole dang thing. So oh, yeah, you can't. <laughs> it made it suck. Yeah, you can't um, watch it with theater kids. But uh, on my recent rewatch, I I really liked it. I really liked it. And I don't awesome. usually like Emma Stone at all. Like, mm-hmm. I find her really insufferable in most parts. She was good in that one. Dude. Ryan Gosling carries the movie. It's um, so true. Ryan Gosling is so great. Yeah, dude. That ending is gut-wrenching. It is so painful. I, like, finished the movie and immediately went and called Lauren because I just, like, <laughs> needed emotional support. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm so thankful you're in my yes. life. <laughs> yep. That's really funny. Yeah. It's a brilliant movie. It is. I think it's it is a good so movie. Good. Now, your number one favorite movie of all time. La La Land is just... It's it. Dude, it, dude, it is. I've seen some incredible that. movies recently, which I'm excited to talk okay. to you about. Explain to me how La La Land's better than the Mario movie. Explain <laughs> oh, dude, it right now. The Mario movie was awesome. I was Shut honestly up. contemplating about putting it on my list because it was so good. suck. I you didn't like Mario it? Movie. I didn't even... It, it actually... Not only did I not like it, and I'm not even just saying this to be a contrarian, it made me angry when I left the theater. It was the movie that I've seen in the past year that had the most upset reaction from me. I hated Why? it. Why? Um, 
I think it was the laziest cash grab piece of garbage I've ever seen. It has no plot. The animation is ugly and horrible. It was made for five-year-olds, but it was mostly consumed by 30-year-olds. It just sucks. I, I really couldn't stand it. It's called the Super Mario Brothers movie, and Luigi's not even in the dang movie. Yeah, he. I will admit, um, I, I'll give you this. There's a, there's parts of the story that are weak, and Charlie There Day is, is no story. There is no story. They go from set piece to set piece being like, <laughs> do you remember Smash Bros? Do you remember <laughs> Mario Kart? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, and then it ends. Like, there is no explain to me why they go and get the Kongs, and then the Kongs like just sort of all get knocked out in the Rainbow Road sequence that happens for no reason except to be like, that's the thing from the game. <laughs> but like, it just, dude, it definitely I is a nostalgia-centered movie. Yeah, but I've seen video game movies that are better than that. Like and what? Ah, I got him. The Last of Us, dude. The Last of Us. It's not a movie, but it, dude. That show was awesome. I loved (laughs) pretty much. I I loved almost every minute of the Last of Us TV show. Yeah, I loved every episode except for the. I think I know which one you're gonna say. Yeah, the one with Ellie that came after the episode where it, it was placed between Joel being like gravely injured. Mm-hmm. And then the oh, episode, the, one and her the friend. backstory, yeah, about her like romantic interest. Yeah, I hated that episode. I didn't hate it because of the content or because I hated where it was placed in the story. Yeah, it took from the Walking Dead book of leaving you on a ridiculous cliffhanger and then having an episode that has nothing to do with that, which everyone That's hated true. during the Walking Dead. Yeah, so I can't believe that they were like, "That was a good way to tell a story. Let's do that." <laughs> um, that's the placement so was awful. The girl that was the other girl whose name I can't remember. I can't remember. Character, but the, the girl that played across Ellie, like against Ellie. Yeah. I thought her acting was like Disney Channel acting, and I really thought she couldn't keep up with Ellie's acting. Dude. With Bella Ramsey. She is... I think she takes the title for new best kid actress. She's not a kid, though. How old is she? She's like 20. She what? just looks really young. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. And then somebody corrected me. And then I went and Googled it. And she's like 20 or 19. Okay. Or well, something. never mind. <laughs> no, but she, she is amazing. She's, she's like the most likable child ever. Unbelievable. In a show, especially in an apocalypse piece yeah. of content where the kids are always horrible. And so true. But uh, yeah, I really. That episode feels like filler. Um, it felt a little redundant. And. I just didn't care about it, and the acting from the other girl I felt wasn't that good. And besides, like the visuals of it, which were awesome, like I just found it super frustrating. Yeah, I get where you're coming from on that. I think um, I didn't mind that episode as much as I minded the one with the dudes. Three. Yeah. Yeah, I loved that episode. Do you really? Yeah. Why? Just because Nick Offerman. Well, yeah, but the, the, the acting was like some of the best in the series, which is funny because they're not even like characters in yeah. the series. Yeah. But um, no, they were it was just actors, amazing, dude. Like, it was, the story was so good. Yeah. I don't know, do you dislike it for like political reasons or like why do you? Um, I don't care. Yeah. Okay. So what matters to me way more about it yeah. is if a character is gay for the sake of being gay, that irritates the crap out of me. And I think it irritates the crap out of pretty much everybody. If I'm, yeah, but... Except for like maybe the extreme extremists. Uh-huh. But if the character being gay 
boosts their character right by all means and i think yeah. that if there's one show that does that super well i think it's the last of us with those two dudes but also ellie like okay I, but wait well then why don't you like that episode i because i just can't get with assisted suicide I just can't what? get What? Yeah. No, I just can't do it. That's crazy. I think that's a criticism that's fair, but that literally no one leveled at the episode. I didn't even hear that because everyone was so stuck on the gay thing, you know? No, dude. I, I like, the gay thing doesn't matter to me nearly as much as... Yeah. Well, I mean, one of them was, like, dying. I mean, I agree that Nick Offerman didn't need to die. And frankly, I was, like, outraged. Spoilers. <laughs> 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 I was so mad because did you play the game? No, but I I've tried to play the game on like two different yeah. occasions. I got it for cheap on PlayStation, but Right. I mean, Bill's interaction with um Joel and Ellie is important in the games. And so like for him I when when they did that in the show, I was like he died off camera. He's not going to be dead. Like he's, it's going to be botched. His partner's going to die, but he's going to live, and then he's going to meet Joel and Ellie. Okay. Because that, and and that's why, like in the, in the game, he's like super, like he hates life, and he's super crabby. He's like, this all sucks. This is all crap. Like, dude, I hate being that's alive. why he's like that in the game. And I, I was so sure that that no, they didn't give him exactly the same backstory. He was gay in the game, but they didn't like fill all of that in okay but i was so they set it up so perfectly for him to be like that in the show like after the suicide fails yeah yeah, yeah. and he's like my partner's dead but i'm still alive and then he could but dude and nick then he just would have been a super good mad guy come like back so i was like what was the they they literally like reached the finish line and then like just tripped over it for me because i was like the they never met like the part of the game that where that character is in the game did not happen in the show because he was dead already when they got there and he was supposed to like do stuff with Joel and Ellie and he never even met Ellie. So what happens in the game? Uh, I didn't play it. But <laughs> did you watch it or something? Uh, yeah, I watched some, okay. a playthrough, but basically like he kind of helps them with some supplies and stuff and he's kind of like, Joel, get rid of this kid because I'm super jaded and I think like everybody's a waste <laughs> of time. I think you should only take care of yourself. So he's like, get, what a, get her out of here. Who cares about her? Basically, kind of. I, I didn't play the game. That's stupid. Um, but yeah, I thought him... I, I totally get your angle, but I thought him dying and actually dying, I was like, what? Like, yeah. I was just so shocked because I was like, what was... Why did we even watch all of that then? Because yeah. it's Joel and Ellie's story, so if he's not going to have an impact on it, then yeah. like, why did we watch all of that? Exactly, which is actually... I'm surprised. I like. I get where you're coming from with liking it for the acting, but I'm surprised that like you feel that way at least about the one... I'm surprised that you don't share the same sentiment well, with episode three as you do with the one about Ellie and her. Well, thing. I felt the other one, like that one at least had the decency to be placed somewhere that it was okay. Like there was not a ridiculous cliffhanger. Sure, yeah. Five's placement. I think it was five was the Ellie one. Mm -hmm. And then it came after. So it's like, I, it felt redundant to me. Like that, the first time it didn't feel like political grandstanding to me because it was like this story, this is like an integral part of it. But in the second one, I was like, okay, dude, like can we... If it's going to be every other episode, like the whole episode is going to be devoted to like a gay love story. Like at some point, like I don't think a hetero like love story got more than three minutes in an episode. So it's like and I, I'm not like, oh, where's the straight As representation? Matter, dude, not but only it, that, but if the hetero 
if a hetero relationship was in that, it was to cause division between Joel and his brother True. because the brother wouldn't go because he had a wife who was having a baby. True. And then Joel and the uh, woman from the first two episodes. Oh, it was to uh, cause division between him and Ellie, kind of. Yeah, Kim. Not Kim. Maybe Kim. Pim. Pim. Hank Pim. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hank Pim in no. Last of Us Universe um, confirmed. Yeah, dude, if this podcast ever blows up, this episode is, we're going to get so much crap for this episode, <laughs> yeah. but... Well, I mean, I'm just going to say it right here right now. I felt that was very clear. Like, the gay thing does not matter to me nearly as much as the assisted suicide thing. Right. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I guess what like what really bothered me about Five was that it just felt like... like grandstandy and that all of that information could have been condensed down to yeah a little bit but it was it really felt like they were trying to pander a little bit yeah. and that annoyed the crap out of me i so. agree last of us show was a freaking bomb though it I, was really good. i cannot really wait dope. for more of last of us um cool episode uh, the movie, movie two, two. <laughs> so i watched this movie recently freaking love it um you ever see prisoners no is it prisoners yeah Prisoners is going to change your life. Cool. Prisoners is super it good. It's, Who's um, in it? Who, who directed it? Dillis Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Uh, I um, regret asking. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, it's brilliant. It's uh, it's Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, cool. Um, oh, shoot. I remember. I forget her name. She plays Amanda Waller in Suicide Squad. Oh, Viola Davis. Yes, Viola Davis. Um, And the kid who plays the main character from 13 Reasons Why. Like Clay or Hannah Baker? The boy. Clay. Uh, I can't remember his name. Yeah, him. Uh, He's in it. But he's super young because this movie came out like a decade ago. Right. Um, It's so good. Um, Hugh Jackman's kid and his friend's kid get kidnapped. And they have to... it's It's about them trying to find the kids. Okay. But Jake Gyllenhaal plays the jaded detective. And they find one guy... Who they think is it? After questioning him, Jake Gyllenhaal doesn't think that it's this guy, but Hugh Jackman, the dad, is convinced that it's this guy. Mm-hmm. So Jake Gyllenhaal continues the search for the kids, and Hugh Jackman takes things into his own hands with this original guy. Oh. And it is one of the most unbelievable, unbelievably suspenseful movies I've ever seen. Um, Hannah, when we watch shows, she falls asleep so fast during mm-hmm. anything. Um, when we watched Prisoners for the first time, she was locked in for the entire movie. Dang. It never happens. That's a never happens. glowing reveal. She oh, is super good. As soon as you can watch a movie, watch it. I definitely will. Um, I feel like no top ten is complete without Interstellar by uh, yeah. Nolan. I've, I've seen it. Bro, really? You don't like Interstellar? Oh, I like Interstellar. It's just like, I feel like it was so much. It's like E.T., it was so much, <laughs> so much a part. Not because of the space elements. It's so much a part of like when it happened, or like Avatar. Like it really mattered when it came out. Like right now, I don't know if I need to sit down and watch Interstellar. No, it was like all like visually very impressive yeah. at the time. Now Dude. it's like, uh, is the story amazing? Like, eh, maybe I think it's kinda. brilliant. I don't um, know. I, I I think again. I think I'm a sucker for redemption, and I think that movie is about redemption on so many fronts. Mm. Like how Matt Damon ended up being a really good guy at the end. Matthew McConaughey. No, Matt Damon. Oh. 
that was I, I'm I'm making a joke because he ended up not being a good guy. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute, is there something that I'm missing no, here? No, no, that was the joke because he didn't get redeemed. Yeah, how <laughs> funny is it that Matt Damon was in two space movies? Like so funny, dude. Yeah, did you see The Martian? Uh, no. I'm I'm gonna be that guy. The book was better than the movie. Believable. <laughs> um, um. So Interstellar is incredible, and the rest of these movies do not fall in any particular order. Um. Well, Interstellar's not my third, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, Spider-Verse 1 is okay. freaking brilliant. I respect that. That's a good pick. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited for Spider-Verse 2. It's about to be so good. Um, Seven. With, uh, I haven't seen Seven. Yeah. Bro. I, very, it's on my to-watch list, I promise. But That yeah. is another movie that's going to like rock your yeah. world, bro. Yeah, I know. Seven is crazy good. I remember exactly where I was when I watched that movie for the first time. I was eating Chinese takeout with my dad, and we watched. He was like, "Trust me, trust me." And my dad, my dad and I got along on a lot of things, but his movie takes were not nearly as good as mine are. So, <laughs> this is the guy that just said Interstellar is the, his third favorite movie ever. <laughs> and and so I was like nervous to watch Seven for the first time because so I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but it's freaking bomb. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I cheated and I put the the entire Lord of the Rings trilogy on there as one movie as one yeah that's because you could watch them as one long 15 hour movie if you wanted to um and if you don't watch the extended cuts you're a baby Um, also true the fact that uh uh saruman's death is cut from the movies it's only an extended edition he didn't you don't even see him die in the regular theatrical release oh dude this dude it's been so long since i've seen the theatrical one thing so um uh christopher lee yeah. They filmed his death scene, you know, like where Wormtongue stabs him and stuff. And, um, oh my gosh, who, the, the director is... Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson was like, this is going to end the second movie. And then, like, he edited the second movie together, and he's like, I don't really think it fits well here. I want to end on a high note. So I'll put it at the beginning of the third movie. And then he got around to the third movie, and he was like, I just don't want to start the movie with this, so I'm just going to leave it out completely. Bro, so what? Christopher Lee goes to the premiere of the movie thinking he's in it, and then he's not in it, and then he just did not speak to Peter Jackson for like 10 years. And it was a huge thing. He boycotted the movie. It was like a huge feud. It was ridiculous. And so it is in the extended cut, but it is not in the regular movie. And the fact that that character just like, they just leave him. He's just left on like it's just, his arc is not finished, and that also Wormtongue's arc is not finished by him not killing Saruman, Saruman is is crazy. I yeah. actually feel like such an idiot right no. now. I know. I mean, like if you hadn't, see, you how could you possibly assume that that was an extra scene? It seems so important. Yeah, but yeah, it's not in the theatrical release. That's crazy. Only the extended edition. Yeah, dude, that scene is really good. Too. It is really good. I I love how I love how he falls to his death, and then Gandalf is just like immediately dismissive and immediately yeah. like, all right, on to the next thing. Yeah. You know? Have you seen the behind the scenes of Peter Jackson being like? Oh, and then I want you to make like this kind of sound. Ah! And then Christopher Lee is like, "Do you know what it sounds like when someone gets stabbed in yeah. the back?" He's, He's like, like no. um, "Do you know what it's like to actually kill a <laughs> okay, man?" I do. So maybe like, just let me um, do it. Dude, I love Christopher Lee. Yeah, he's he funny. is awesome in everything he is. R.I.P. Christopher Lee. Yeah, true. Um, I feel like this one you're gonna give me a lot of crap for. 
That's funny because there's already been so many that I know this so much crap for. I this one you're gonna give me a lot of crap for. Okay. The 2016 classic, Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. <laughs> I don't want to. What? <laughs> Do you have another Batman movie on here? Yeah. Okay. Because if you were going to prefer this to The Dark Knight and be no. like, yeah, yeah, Batman v. Superman's, I like well, it more. okay. The, I like the the extended version's way better. Okay. I haven't seen the extended version. It's so. like, it, the extended version is what the movie should have been. That's fair. Like, by a long shot. I mean, that's how everyone talks about all of those movies. So, I don't really know. But, I get all of the criticisms and some of the criticisms about that movie, I even agree with. Mm-hmm. But I love it because I love that Superman. I love that Batman. I love that universe, and mm. I really like Jesse Eisenberg. Not not necessarily as Lex Luthor, but I just really like Jesse Eisenberg. It's funny. I really don't like Jesse Eisenberg. I know you don't. But he is the number one celebrity I get compared to. Who compares you to Jesse Eisenberg? Uh, a lot of people. Lauren has said it. But like a lot of people will like be like, because I'll always say like I hate Jesse Eisenberg, and they're like, "That's funny. You look and act like Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> in every movie." Um, That's actually just really funny because I find him so annoying and everything. And now you see me, I want to like punch him the whole movie. I never seen that. You see me. Um, he's a, he's like a more confident version of his character in Zombieland. I've also never seen either. Ah, well, wait, how do you like Jesse Eisenberg? What Jesse Eisenberg movies have you seen? Social Network? Yeah, Social Network was good. What else have you seen him in? That's it. Oh, well, then, well, okay. <laughs> I, okay, now I do understand how you like Jesse Eisenberg because he's really good in the Social Network. Yeah. But he's really annoying in every other movie he's in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Social- Batman v Superman. I, uh, there's nothing to say. I could like rehash everybody's take on that I, movie. I know. Do you like it? That's fine. And and I get the criticism, but bro, that was such a Batman vs Superman to me. Less about the movie, more about a reminder of the time of my life that that was. Because like my 16 and 17 year old years were the best years I've had ever. Mm-hmm. And, and not to say that there aren't really really good things that I don't love in life now, but that was like the peak and pinnacle of like carefree. Yeah. That was, it, oh my gosh. And oh, I loved it. And I actually had a relative who worked on the set and I was like gonna go on the set and like get to meet these people. Oh man. Didn't ever, ever, didn't actually happen. Yeah. But um, that would have been cool. No, that's so exciting. Um, <laughs> Thanks, anyway, bro. Anyway, <laughs> next movie. Uh, 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 Suicide Squad, the original <laughs> cut. <laughs> Suicide Squad, the I, the... No, not the not, cut. Not James Gunn's version. J. No, yeah, yeah, dude. James Gunn's Suicide Squad was really awesome. good, super, super good. good. Ooh. Um, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like we're made um, to do this together. Him taking over and rebooting the DC universe is like a gift from God. I, I was like, know. dude, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was begging someone to do it. I thank know. you. And what better person to do it than him? Yeah, I I think he even like goes on the record to say that he prefers like a majority of the DC characters to Marvel characters. Yeah, me too. So it's been horrible watching all those movies suck so bad. So I'm so glad that someone competent is taking Dude, over. I cannot wait for DC to have like three super good years, yeah. and then 
Marvel to just keep doing what it's doing, and then it's going to be such a kick in the teeth. Uh, for I'm, I'm very excited about that. Actually, yeah. they need the they need the humbling, and they need to actually have the drive to make good content again. And they're about to get it too. What's your political stance on the Flash? Are you going to go see it? <laughs> I wouldn't have seen it anyway, so I'm going to really? continue to not see. It. Well, why? the only reason I would see it is to see Michael Keaton as Batman again. Why? Then I don't why care are you going to go see it? I don't care. Well, that's care. fine. <sighs> I just oh, don't care. Okay. I don't care. I never loved Ezra Miller as the Flash, and I was like, "Oh, Ezra Miller." Yeah, you know, I didn't dislike him, but like, I just don't. I don't care about it. Yeah. I, I probably just it's for the same reason I'm not going to go see, or I didn't go see Black Adam. Like, I just don't Dude, care. Black Adam was so bad. Yeah, that's what I heard. It was so. I there like okay. Did you did you end up seeing that uh, Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey? <laughs> no Did you see that I heard about it though. Hannah and I watched that so the other day because we were excited to watch it like when it got announced uh-huh. we watched it and it was like I'm I'm not kidding Black Adam is a multi-million dollar production yeah Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey was made for a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> And they created the same level of anger inside of me. That's hilarious. They were both so bad. I hated them so much. Um, So anyway, Black Adam was bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this movie. You ever see The Lighthouse? No, but I've heard great things. I know it has Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. I haven't seen it, though. It's awesome. Cool. Great movie. I'll definitely watch it. Every part of that movie is excellent. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, one that I'm almost confident you've never seen is a movie called Shut Up and Play the Hits, which is a documentary slash taping of the final live performance of a band that I love called LCD Sound System. Yeah, I'm familiar. Okay. So it's like it's like a filming of the last show they've ever played, which was a sold out Madison Square Gardens. Mm. But then it's also filming the guy who runs that band, like what he does like the day after. Which is like super normal things. He just wears like cargo shorts and flip flops and he takes his dog to a coffee shop and he like hangs out with his friend. So it's like this super crazy juxtaposition of like being the king of the world, Mm -hmm. it being the last day of you being king of the world, and then you're just like a normal guy afterwards. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. Great movie. Mm -hmm. Awesome. It's no Batman v Superman, but. Yeah. Nothing will ever. Stand up to 2016's Crown Jewel. Um, <laughs> I like that you know it's year of release. <laughs> dude, I know. It's like, you know how people kind of like, most people say they don't like Taylor Swift, but like sometimes they'll jam out to shake it off in the car sure. and they won't tell anybody. Yeah. That's how Batman vs. Superman is for That's me. That's fair. I get that. Um, and then finally, um, Matt Reeves, the Batman. Just brilliant. I think probably the most, the, mo- the most recent, the Batman. Yeah. I'm noticing that you had Batman v Superman and not The Dark Knight on your list. Yeah, I love the yeah. That's really offensive. I know. That's really bad. <laughs> Skip a generation. I love I love oh. Nolan's Batman series, but what else am I supposed to say about it? It's you know, one of your top ten favorite movies. Well, yeah, I mean, it is. I feel like it's a given. The entire trilogy. Oh, so you don't have to put it on the list because it's a given. Well, I mean, I've never met anyone. Except for except for like Ben Affleck apologists who don't like the Dark Knight series. Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, at least in the YouTube comments sections, people are really coming around to complain about Christian Bale's Batman performance. They are, and I don't think that's fair because I thought no. he was a good Batman. Yeah, I will say though, I think um, 
I think Ben Affleck was super good at being Bruce Wayne and then being Batman. Mm-hmm. I feel like Christian Bale was the same character when he was doing both. You know what I'm saying? Sort of. Yeah, I kind of agree. I, I really thought his Bruce Wayne was the best Bruce Wayne portrayal of anybody's. And his Batman, uh, Christian Bale. Oh, okay. Like his his Bruce Wayne is like the best of anybody's. His Batman, I think Robert Pattinson's is better. Dude, could not agree more. But, um, yeah. I freaking love Robert Pattinson as Batman. Um, and then a few honorable mentions. I love Midsummer and, Her- and Hereditary. Didn't Super see Hereditary. Good. Bro, Hereditary. I heard is... it was like straight up horrifying. It, yeah, hmm. it is. It's a, so it's a slow burner. Mm-hmm. Like once you, you're going to start and there's going to be a few shock and awe things. Yeah. But then it really goes from like zero to a hundred real have, fast. I've seen the, the infamous uh, car yeah. scene. I have seen that scene. Yes. Um, That's not even like remotely close to how crazy. Oh, that really? Movie is. <laughs> like really, like truly not even close to how crazy that movie gets. It's brilliant. Dang. It's super good. And there's so many cinematography things about it that are incredible. Um, but Midsummer is incredible. I think Florence Pugh is probably my favorite actress of all time. Nice. I love Florence Pugh. Um, uh, anything that Steve Carell is in, literally anything. Yeah. I love Steve Carell. 40 year old, 30 year old virgin? 40 year old virgin. virgin. Yep. 40 year old virgin's great. Um, he was in a movie, um, called, uh, Beautiful Boy. That's really intense. Hmm. Um, and he was also in a movie where, this is such a weird pairing. He was in a movie called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Did you see that? Mm Mm-mm. Dude, super strange apocalypse love story about him and Kira Knightley. Interesting. Yeah, but She's, it was good. Isn't she like a good chunk younger than him? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think this movie was coming out like around the time Pirates of the Caribbean was, so she was like young, and he was like she was like eighteen in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, then she was like maybe, literally almost on. a child. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World came out in 2012. Kira Knightley is 18 but Steve Carell was probably like pushing mid 40s by then you know such as Hollywood it's the end of the world dude have you seen um (laughs) oh no dude my cousin Vinny no um well I forget this actor's name (laughs) all the time um he is one of the he's Harry in Home Alone He's like one of the burglars oh, from Home Alone. Yeah, not uh, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Yeah. Oh, it yes, is Joe, Joe Pesci? Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah, because Joe Pesci's okay. Harry. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway, yeah. So I'm I'm really embarrassed that I forgot Joe Pesci. But um <laughs> and my cousin Vinny, he is the male lead, and I do not know how old he is, but he's like at least in his like thirties, mid thirties, and Marissa Back then? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And Marissa, he's old now. He's old, yeah, old now. I, I know. Yeah. And uh, Marissa Tomei is like his girlfriend, and she is like, f- like a day older than eighteen. 
and it's like yeah anyway i mean that's movies from the 80s are that way yeah you know but anyway plus it's like marissa tomei was just doing stuff like that true you know being the because i think she was alfred molina's love interest in one movie too i think that's true yeah yeah how crazy is it that we can just talk about all these different actors and know who they are um, not that crazy because we both watch NL. So. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> it like shoved into our heads, but um. and then my final audible mention is a movie called Tombstone. You ever see Tombstone? Is that the 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 cowboy one with um? Yep. Yep. And, and the guy that he gets syphilis or something, and he's like, yep. "No, I were the doctor's like, hey, you can't have sex with your girlfriend; it'll kill you." And then she's like. I'm going to do it anyway. And then yep. he dies. That is exactly <laughs> yes. correct. I love Tombstone. I love that movie. Um, super That was funny. Val Kilmer. Yes, it is Val Kilmer. Yes. That's, that's embarrassing too. But yeah. Um, yeah, I love that movie. That is a great film. I watched that movie for the first time with my aunt. Was that a good way to summarize the movie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're talking about literally the last three minutes that's of the movie. That's what I remember from it. <laughs> Especially um, well. Also, I can't believe that neither of us put Gladiator. I haven't seen Gladiator. What? Yeah. Gladiator is so good. Like it is. It's. It is so good. Hmm. I also love Les Mis. I love the, the Hugh, movie. The Hugh Jackman Les Mis. Yeah. Love what? it. I love all Les Mis. I yeah, think, me too. I think anything lame is is just that's interesting. I, give so, me more. I don't hate the movie. I don't love the movie, but like generally, people like hate the movie. Have you seen it? Like done yeah. theatrically? Oh yeah, Are twice. You, I don't know, dude. It's just like it's just like okay. I yeah. don't know. A lot of the singing is like kind of bad, and a lot yeah. of the acting is also kind of bad. Like Russell Crowe is not a singer. Yeah, that's not even like, dude. Even like people like love to dump on Russell Crowe. Hugh Jackman's vocal performance, and he's an amazing singer. His vocal performance in that movie was like bad. And there's like so many reasons. I don't know if you've like heard about the behind the scenes of that movie, but like obviously it was all like done live, which makes it much harder to get it right. But then there were these like ridiculous things that Hugh Jackman was doing. Like he was like, I want to put myself in the mind of a prisoner <laughs> and also like he wanted to like look really good so he dropped a bunch of water weight so he stopped drinking water yeah so and it it shows yeah, in his yeah, vocal yeah. performances he's like <sighs> yeah 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 and his vibrato, I actually didn't like, know that but that makes bad. sense yeah no I think it makes a lot of sense yeah. like when you hear him and like have you seen his Oklahoma like recording it's like no but I know he was in I Oklahoma. don't know just like just all kinds of stuff you hear him singing like theater and then you hear him in that movie. He is really bad compared to his regular in that movie. Interesting. Singing is not good. I liked Man Greatest is. Showman. Should I like Greatest Showman? Yeah, no. But Why? I did see it. Um, I just thought it was like all just a bunch of big obnoxious nothing. Like it was like a huge show for nothing. That's how I felt about Babylon. Okay. It's like once you're done being distracted by the cool lights and the pretty colors <laughs> yeah. and the fun sounds. Like it's you're like... Dude, I have a guilty, a guilty, guilty pleasure for Greatest Showman. I think Greatest Showman also kind of got Hamilton, and that's probably part of why I don't like it. Is because yeah. like culturally, people just beat it to death. That's so. And true. then the people that really like it are very annoying people. So it's so true. Um, but yeah, I didn't really care for it. I'm glad that Tick Tick Boom kind of dodged that because Tick Tick yeah. Boom is like one of my comfort movies. Yeah, I you like know? it regardless of the annoyingness. Could so not that, agree more. That's a testament to its quality. It's so good. 
All right, want to wrap it up? Yeah. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I don't know if this episode was entertaining at all. I think it really turned into a friend's conversation, which yeah, I think it was. Also, but like, you're just hanging out with us. Yeah, I hope that's I hope that's fun for you guys. I hope that the next episode, even though I didn't script any, I'm going to make them up like five minutes, like in the next three minute break that we take while I go to the bathroom, I will make up scripted bits for the next episode to have so that it's funnier. Although, frankly, I think that the... the <laughs> laughs per second of the first 10 minutes with the circumcision half off half off is the LPM uh, meter you can like deal with the rest of the episode because that was good enough <laughs> that was a good bit i'm really proud of you for that one buddy. thank you i thought of that on the way here and i was like yeah. dude that's really good <laughs> dude i'm proud of you i really am uh well everyone thanks for uh thanks for listening we love you until next time until next time We'll meet again. Don't know where. Don't know where. All right, goodbye, everyone. That was from The Greatest Showman. Wait, what? No, it wasn't. I was going to say, no, it wasn't. I I know that that movie like the back of my head. That was a lie. (laughs) Okay, bye. Goodbye.